Hello and welcome to Life of Your Own Will podcast, episode 30. This is a podcast where we entertain, educate and advocate. I am your host, Will Venus, and this week I am back on my own. Just as I was at the very beginning of this podcast, which started way back in February. Can you believe that? Every single week I've been here with you, our loyal listeners. So yeah, there's now 30 full episodes and numerous bonus episodes for you to binge on. So firstly this week, I want to make an announcement. After this week, there will be no more episodes at all. Not for at least two weeks. You couldn't imagine that I would abandon the podcast, did you? No, we're having a couple of break, a uh, couple of weeks break to just to recalibrate and decide what kind of content we want to create as we head into the autumn and winter months. As I'm recording this, it is a very cold, wet, damp, miserable day here in Edinburgh. Wherever you are in the world, I hope it's a lot more sunnier, a lot more brighter, because it yeah, it's pretty ghastly here. And if you listen very carefully, you might might just be able to hear the rain battering off the windows. I don't know about you guys, but I love the sound of the rain. I love the way the rain feels and smells. Not so much, not very fond of how it tastes, but yeah, I love the rain. How about you? So the content going forward is going to be very heavily influenced by you, our listeners. So we would love it if you could get in touch to let us know what you want to hear. Do you want to hear about more comedy? Do you want to hear about more real life stuff? Do you want more interviews? I love doing the interviews because it means I get to chat to people and share my love of chat with you guys. So do let us know. Is there something that you're simply dying to ask us? Write in. You can do that by emailing us. The details are in the show notes. Or you can send us a DM. Slide into our DMs. We're on Instagram at Life at Your Own Will. Give us a follow. That would be nice. And yeah, you can let us know. So on to this week's episode after what feels like a very, very long intro. What are we talking about this week? Well, as I'm acutely aware, there is a lot of trauma in this world. Everywhere you look, online, in the news, the newspapers, and generally in life, we're faced with a lot of negativity. So what I want to talk to you about is something called the soft life, aka soft living. Now, I didn't actually know this was what it was called until I saw a thing online, which is what we all do these days because we never read a book, do we? Well, apart from me. And maybe you read books. Do you read books? What kind of books do you like? Let us know. So this episode is not designed in any way, shape or form to be patronising. I'm merely attempting to offer a more serene lifestyle that you could potentially lead. Plus, one of my followers who will remain anonymous at his, her or their request, they asked me how I cope living with mental health and being autistic and all that that entails. So these things that I'm about to tell you, they work for me. So they might work for you. And yeah, you can always augment them because we all have our own individual needs. Now, this soft life that I'm about to tell you about, it's, I don't mean living a life with rose-tinted glasses on all the time. No, that's not what I mean. I mean a life where you have a more softer existence, where you're more kinder to yourself and, of course, those around you. Soft living, it means many different things to many different people, so I would like to share my perspective of what a soft and kinder life looks like, and you might like to try this, and if you do, let us know. 
See, let me know if it works out for you. I really hope it does. I want to share this because whenever I meet new people or catch up with friends, they are quite genuinely shocked at the type of quote-unquote unconventional life I lead. Of course, it's not unconventional to me. It's just ordinary life. Just before I proceed, I would really, and desperately, <laughs> I'm, I'm being honest here, I would appreciate it if you could leave this podcast a review if you've listened to it before or if you're listening for the first time. People, we need your help. The way that the algorithm algorithm works, so I'm told, the more positive reviews in every single piece of engagement we get, the better, the better. So this means the pod will be able to grow and the bigger the podcast gets, the bigger the, and better the content becomes. We want to provide you with the best content within our means so we would love to turn this podcast into a really positive community so leave a review on whatever platform you listen on and always know that you as a listener you're so important to the future of the podcast and to us personally so we want to say thank you so much for your loyalty it really means the world so give me a chance to explain this and i promise there will be something within this podcast episode which will benefit you or someone you know uh, should you decide to share this with someone, and we would love that as well. Now, as you may or may not be aware, I am someone who lives with a daily battle of anxiety, depression, and complex post-traumatic stress disorder. And I'm also autistic. I have been diagnosed with all these things. So, to all intents and purposes, yeah, you could say I live an unconventional life. I'm also a freelance wig maker, so the unconventional, quote-unquote, living for me is quite strong. I don't live the atypical life and I don't have an atypical brain either. Firstly, I keep saying firstly, why did I write that? So now I want to promise you that this episode is not like a a woe is me episode. I cannot stand self-pity. It's not something I prescribe to. But what I do subscribe to is living life with an open mind. Open-minded, I'm so blinded. Yeah, that was my attempt at a Lady Gaga lyric. I believe that was the song Enigma. Would you say that I'm enigmatic, people? Would you? So what I'm going to share with you in this episode is some of the life hacks that really helps me to cope with living life as a mental health survivor and an autistic person. These will also help if you're not neurodiverse. Although, if you do have a care plan from your medical professionals, please don't stop them unless it's safe for you to do so. And of course, speak with a medical professional before changing anything pertaining to your mental or physical health is so important, guys. These are in no particular order. They're just rolling off the top of my very big head. Yeah, that's another thing. Having an an unusual shaped head is an autistic thing. I didn't know that until recently. Yeah, tangents. You'll get many tangents here. So the main thing that I like to do, because I'm an autistic person, I'm really very very, very sensitive to sound. Can't talk today very sensitive to sound so I like to turn down the noise and I don't mean this this in just a volume sense although if it does work for you feel free and you can also get um, earplugs which filter the noise that enters your ears that's the thing if you want to know more about that send me a dm or leave a comment under the episode art on insta so yeah cutting out the noise that the 21st century brings so I don't watch tv because this does not feed my soul. I like to do things that feed my soul. I mean, unless it's a, a drama I have a, like a special interest in, then the TV just goes off. I've not watched TV for about three years now. I don't need to see the news constantly. 
I don't need to know every single trauma and injustice taking place in real time. I need to focus on my own. And so I would encourage you to do the same. So during the day, um, checking in with yourself and identifying your needs, it's so important. So I've identified the volume thing, cut it down. And I've also identified that I need calmness and structure, which a lot of autistic people need. And also atypical people, they need structure. And not everyone likes to just mosey on through the day, just see what happens. But if you do that and you enjoy it and you benefit from it, that's great. So for me, that means I need to reduce the adrenaline and cortisol levels in my body. Those are the stress hormones. And sometimes it can be really off balance depending on how you're feeling mentally, how your life is going and a whole number of different factors. So reducing those levels is so important. So every morning and before I go to bed, in fact, I do this thing called diaphragmatic breathing or diaphragmatic breathing, some people call it. During the day, I like to start with a thing called box breathing, and it's a really good technique which is proven to reduce your anxiety, and it's so, so easy to do. You can learn this online, um, and I'll leave the link in this podcast episode of who I learnt it from. She's a psychologist, and it's called box breathing, okay? So what you do is, you empty your lungs, you breathe in through your nose for four seconds, Hold for four seconds, exhale for four seconds, hold for four seconds, and then you repeat this for as long as needed until you can really feel yourself beginning to relax and feel that you're going to be able to manage your day ahead. At night time, I like to use a technique called 478. This one, it can be a little tricky to learn at first. But it's one that I use every single night before I go to sleep, or at least try to sleep, because I suffer with insomnia as well. Yeah, uh, I've got quite a lot that goes on in my life, so always know that when you're listening to a podcast or watching someone online, nothing and no one is perfect, yeah. So the 478 technique, again, you can learn this online. You breathe in through your nose rapidly for four seconds. You hold for seven seconds. And then you exhale through your mouth for eight seconds. The four seven eight technique is fantastic, super at night time. So now that I've made the efforts to help with my anxiety, I plan my day. So I get out the pen and paper. Do you remember that? Pen and paper instead of writing things on a tablet or your phone. I prefer to plan my day by actually handwriting this. Uh, I, yeah, I plan my day, times, places, things I need, detailing everything so that I know exactly where I am. Because again. I really benefit from that structure. And I'm not rushing as I write this. Because what's the use in rushing? Things get missed. Things get done incorrectly. Then the regret sets in. And it's a never-ending cycle. So starting the day, I've done my anxiety prevention. Prevention's better than cure, as they say. I need to get in a good nutritious breakfast. So I'll go and pour that. Eat it. Appreciating the flavours. The textures and the smells, if any. And of course, taking my morning meds, which I've laid out the previous evening. Then I get dressed. Not fussing if things match or look quote-unquote unfashionable. So long as I have appropriate clothing on and they're clean. I personally am good to go. And if you have a dog, the morning is a perfect time to get get into the outdoors. Even if you don't have a dog, you can still do this, of course, if you're able-bodied. If the weather is wet or cold, does it matter? That's what jackets and coats are for. 
and scarves and gloves and hats and wigs. They're quite warm in as well if you wear one of those. And get out walking. Doesn't need to be fast, doesn't need to be slow, just take it at your own pace. Really breathe in the fresh air, yeah? Noticing the indicators of the season. Look at the colours of the leaves. Look at the animals preparing for winter. You know, the, the squirrels collecting their nuts and things. Or if you're walking during the warmer months, notice the plethora of colours from the plants and the flowers. Just let nature be your calming agent. And feel the elements on your skin. Or you can do this on your way to work if you work away from home. Just let the world go by you instead of chasing everything. Let the world chase you for a while. When you are in your own company, or in the company of others, just be your true, natural, good self. So long as you're not being offensive or inappropriate, just let the real you shine through. That way you're not faced with the unenviable task of playing up to a character or a person other people expect you to be. It is honestly a lot less taxing on the psyche, believe me. Because I've been that person that's tried to be the people, sorry, be the person that other people want or need me to be. And it's never worked out for me because it just exhausts me. And it's also dishonest. It's not being authentic, in my opinion. I know to some people that this may, may sound like a lot of mumbo-jumbo, but you don't have to follow this to the letter. Adjust it to how you want to live your softer life. A life at your own will, not at the will of others. Know your limits. Do we need to be constantly switched on? No, we don't need to do that. Because whose benefit is it for? Because it certainly is not a benefit to you. If you're not able to do something, just say no. You're, you're more than entitled to say no. This way people know you have boundaries. Boundaries, some people don't like them. Yeah, that's another soft living skill. Boundaries. Let people, let people know yours. Let people know when not to overstep them. And yeah, what I will share about boundaries is some people will not take kindly to you setting these. Some perceive these as a threat. Some people do not like being told no. But you have to stand your ground. As you know, this is for your own benefit. They'll soon get used to it. This is your single-minded decision and your life we're talking about here. And you only have one life. But we're only here for a very finite amount of time. Live life the way you want to. Let the frustration go. Just let it go. If you can't do something, so what? Just let it go. The art of letting go. And the same goes for overthinking things. I used to be extremely guilty of this. Overanalyzing absolutely everything, as in, why did I just say that during that conversation? Or, why did I choose to do that? It doesn't matter. Do you think, realist realistically, that someone's going to get to the end of their life on their deathbed and think, do you remember when Julie had that phrase and that chat with me was just, that was just a little bit cringe, wasn't it? No, it does not matter. Again, so long as you're a good person and you have good intentions, it does not matter. Realise this. Nothing and nobody in this life is perfect. It's all too often we look on social media, people posting about their perfect, polished lives, the reality is most of it's all fake. Most of their following is either fake or bought as well. 
So please do not compare yourself to others. You are a unique individual. Also, most of the people with the really polished accounts have a team of people behind us to make their lives appear incredibly fabulous. I have a feeling that the type of people who listen to this podcast are not super rich. You might be comfortable, but you're not super rich, so I really hope that uh, you can relate to this. Injustice. I have a really huge problem with injustice, like seriously huge. It goes from people not having an equal amount of sweets to share to the really huge injustices in life, like people being in prison for crimes they did not commit. Plus all the blatant hypocrisy that's happened over the recent years during the Panny D. So I had to develop strategies for reducing my feelings of anger and frustration. I tell myself, this, I actually say this out loud, whilst you are a good person and can empathise with other people's situations, unless you're directly able to help these people, there isn't anything to be gained by making yourself ill by thinking about them constantly. There, there really isn't. I know injustice is such a huge problem for so many people, but there's only so much empathising and sympathising you can do, and unless you're actually able to help someone, just try and forget it. Yeah, you can do things within your power, you can share things, you can write things, you can fundraise, but unless you're able to help someone, just... I know it's so difficult, please believe me, I know. Just let it go. Or if you're putting your personal views across online and people respond in negative ways, listen, there is always going to be people on this earth who will never, ever have the capacity to listen to other people's perspectives. People will absolutely dig their heels in and there will be completely no room to change their minds. No room for manoeuvre, nothing, they just won't listen. So therefore, there is no point in entering into an argument with them. Unless you're being the subject of online abuse, if you are, please block and report them. Yeah, and a long time ago, a very wise old lady gave me some advice, and she said about bullies. And bullies, whether it's in school, work, online, wherever, they feed on your misery and they feed on your reactions. So the best thing to do is starve them of what they need. And we all know what happens when you starve someone. Eventually, they die. Speaking of metaphor, of course. What I mean is they will soon learn that you will no longer be a source of their sustenance. Again, it's just about letting it go because you are the better person. I touched on this earlier and it's my opinion that in life you should be doing what really feeds your soul. Whether it's a hobby or even better if you're able to make your hobby a job and if you're able to do it do it when i was when i was asked during when like when i was really ill and i was in recovery i was asked will what really makes you happy what did you like as a child and my answer was <clears throat> excuse me losing my voice here no that was not the answer but my answer was i like magic and i liked hair so the natural direction for me was to become a wig maker I know that sounds odd to some people, but that was my life, and it is my life, and I was thinking about me, being a single-minded individual. I didn't give a single thought to what other people would think. Remember what I said a wee while ago? Other people's opinions do not matter. Unless you're in physical danger, of course, then please listen. But yeah, wigs fascinate me and extend me as an artistic, creative person, so the decision was simple. Of course, I had to learn how to become a wig maker. Then I remembered the self-kindness I allowed myself. 
And when I was getting frustrated and things, I would think nothing good comes from rushing. Slow and steady wins the race. Now, getting on to the serious topic of mental health here, if you are someone who struggles with stress, anxiety, depression, symptoms of PTSD or CPTSD or any, any other mental health conditions, firstly, always know that you're never alone. When I was on my own in the days when I hadn't found my online tribe and my online family and my partner, in fact, I always thought I was the only person on earth who had these ridiculous feelings. I would drive myself crazy with the inner dialogue going on in my mind because there was no outlet. There was nowhere to let these thoughts and feelings and emotions escape to. So please, go and talk to someone. It could be a friend, partner, spouse, a safe neighbour, or some sort of trusted confidant. If you think about it realistically, if you go to, to, to the average person and say, I'm struggling, and they know you, kind of, they're going to listen. They're not going to say, I've not got time for this. Or if they don't have time for it, they'll say, I don't have time right now. Come back. And of course, it goes without saying, you need to be discussing all of these things with a medic. Get an appointment with a GP, a doctor, a physician or a therapist if you have access to one. I know in the UK it's almost impossible to get to talk to someone straight away. Yeah, the NHS waiting times, the, li the waiting list times are absolutely appalling. Absolutely appalling. Mental health has always been the relation in our health services. But if you're able to get yourself onto a waiting list, you will see one. Some you will see someone eventually. It's better than not being on a list at all. I know it's not much of a consolation, but it is a plan. It is a positive step towards better mental health. But in the meantime, whilst you're waiting, there's always helplines and groups available at any time of day or night. And I'll leave some links in the in the show notes for you. And what I'd also like to say is, find the solace in the unusual. Yeah. What I mean by that is searching for that one thing that really calms you and soothes you and gets rid of your stress. For me, it's ASMR. This is going to be a shameless plug, but I do that on my YouTube channel, also linked. There's many, many other creators that do fantastic ASMR content. I really like that. I love the visual stuff. I love the sound. All of it. Or you might find something completely different. And if you do, please let us know, because I'm always fascinated to know what really calms people and what really soothes that stress and those feelings of terror. And yeah, nothing and no one is perfect. Nothing. So please don't put yourself under any kind of undue pressure. Yeah, I know that in this life we are always encouraged to have things done yesterday. But just take life at your own pace and at your own will. Well, that is it from us for a couple of weeks. By the next time you post an episode, we will be well and truly into the autumn, my favourite season or as it's known by my friends across the huge pond, fall. So we will have a lot to catch up on. We would love for you to get in touch with your tales of terror or triumph. So if you have a dilemma or anything that you need our help with, we would love to hear from you, so please get in touch. You can slide into our DMs on Instagram, at Life at Your Own Will. Do let us know if you want to be named or remain anonymous. Or you can send us an email. Everything is in the show notes, aka the episode guide. And as ever, thank you so much for listening. You guys are the absolute best. Take good care of yourselves. Good care of you and yours. Keep up being your fabulous self. I'll speak with you soon. Take care. Bye.